1: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cisternino, and we are back here with a another Survivor 44 po- postseason interview. And uh, I'm so excited to have here today with a person that I've been looking forward to talking with, and she's calling in from an exotic locale. Please welcome hey. in Lauren Harp. Lauren, how are you?
0: Hey. Hey Rob, I'm super excited to be here Um, I'm out here in Hawaii But I had to, you know, make sure I got this interview done Just so you can hear my side of things um, And my side of the story So I'm just super excited to share Super excited to, you know, be talking with you
1: Okay, will you get the award right off the bat For best backdrop for this interview Uh, Where are you calling us from?
0: I am calling you from Maui, Hawaii So I'm kind of just like relaxing at this point you know the season is like go 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 you you have all these watch parties and you're viewing and and you're on a high but you know you got to get back to to your normal life you know so this is just kind of like a break before i get back into you know my normal day-to-day life
1: yes okay uh lauren how was uh this whole experience for you now that it's a little bit in the rearview mirror
0: okay so it it has been phenomenal i think before I started, I would always say, like, I wanted to go out there and be some type of inspiration to my kids, to my students and all of that. And I think I think my edit did me justice <laughs> when it came to that. Right. Um, there was a few parts in the season where you you see other perceptions or you just see like, OK, maybe I'm not a part of the storyline or I'm not a part of this here. And I didn't see myself as much as I would have liked to. But I think that they did. Um, they did a really great job of editing me and telling my story yeah. you know, and how it related to everything else.
1: Well, you had a really good attitude about everything. And so I'm hoping that we can talk a little bit more about some of the things uh, that we didn't get to see from your experience. So uh, you talked a little bit on the show about how, you know, you talked to your dad about that you were going to go beyond the show. Nobody thought you were going to be able to to do it. But then here you are. How how much uh, did you have to apply to be on the show? Was this your first time through?
0: Yeah, you know what? It was my first time applying. Um, and it's so funny because I I'm a new era fan, super fan. I did watch in the past with my dad, like my favorites were like Natalie Anderson or Poverty and all of them, but more of the new era is what I really like started to see like people who kind of look like me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna apply. Um, so I applied. Um and, and also let me let me just take it back a little bit. So at the school i work for every single year we have a theme of the district and our theme this year was survivor and so um i they all the schools had tribes my school had like a banner survivor banner all the buses had survivor banners so i was just like this is a sign like this yeah. is what i need to do and then i was watching survivor one night and jeff comes on the screen and he's like apply for survivor and i'm like it works this is- this is for me. So I applied and um, they called me back soon after. And I was just like, you know, if there's a door that opens, I'm going to walk through it. And and I did. And I got on. So
1: how are you feeling heading into the game?
0: Oh, nervous. Okay. Because I just, I I feel like I knew the game, the new era of the game a lot, but not as much of like old school survivor, you know, yeah. and like strategy and like how to interact with different people. And I'm, I'm really good with building relationships with people. But whenever you throw in, especially with the new era, with all the advantages and this and that and all the twists mm-hmm. and the turns, you know, it can be a little bit intimidating, you know, when you don't know what's happening. Yeah. So starting the game, I was like, OK, I've seen these new era players and the ones who are flashy most often don't win the game. So I saw Erica. She was a little bit under the radar. I saw Marianne. She had a big personality, but still kind of played under the radar. And then Gabler as well. And I was like, so I want to go into the game, you know, kind of be under the radar um, Mm -hmm. and and make my way through socially. So I knew I had a really great social game, but I wasn't so sure about myself uh, strategically and then even physically in the challenges. So I prepared for the game. I worked out me and my kids would go to the track we would run we would do different workouts at home and then even I learned how to swim so before I didn't I didn't know how to swim before (laughs) as you can see on some of the (laughs) challenges Mm -hmm. I would go to like the local um rec center and even some of my students were on the swim team and they would be there practicing and they would see me struggling with my little my little swim cap on my goggles (laughs) like trying to learn how to swim so it was a task like but I knew socially I would be great which I felt like would be an asset, especially with the winners. But on the other hand, I didn't know how I would do, um, like I said, physically.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, it didn't seem like that you had any sort of like apprehension about, you know, getting your hands dirty in the game because we saw that like very early on uh, that you were like rigging the rock draw to go to the very first journey. So it seemed like that you were confident enough to like know what you were doing, like and and be being like uh, some inventive uh, gaming strategies.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. You know, what's funny is before we started the game, that's what I thought. You know, in my interviews, I was like, I'm going to be under the radar. But then um, Jeff had a conversation with us and he was like, make big moves, go out there and and do it. You know, like the players who who do the best are the ones who make big moves and who come back. So I was like thinking of that in my mind. I was like, Jeff said, make big moves. Jeff said, make big moves. And inside, I'm kind of like I'm a little bit of a control freak. So when it was time to go on that journey, I was like, I need it. I need whatever's out there because the other people can't have it. Like this is mine, you know? So we had the rocks. Okay. So it was, <laughs> it was me and Matthew really like picking up rocks and we had, um, white rocks and there was one gray rock. And I made it a point to pick up the the gray rock that was the largest. So the gray rock was the largest of the bunch. So we put them in the bag and then everybody's like, who's going to draw first? Who's going to draw first? And I'm like, I'll draw first like no one was stepping forward you know so I drew in I felt for the big rock and I pulled it out and, and you know I feel like everybody knew yeah, okay. <laughs> that I like rigged it you know it wasn't like a, a surprise but I, I also feel like that speaks to it spoke a lot to my social game because even when we got and I, and, and remind me if I'm, I'm going a little bit too ahead but even when we got to that tribal you see no one voted for me so even if they knew that I was being manipulative or whatever like we still were able to deter the votes to where it wouldn't come to me. But did way.
1: they know for real or you just thought that they must have known?
0: I mean after the fact, you know, you have conversations with people and they're like, "Ah, oh, we knew. We knew mm-hmm. whatever." And It was so obvious, though, like, like even it was it was not like they did me justice on there. Like they showed me doing such a great job on the on the TV screen. But I was like, it was cringe in person. Okay, like I even walked off and I was like, I'm scared. Like it was so stupid. But but they made me look like I was just like such a great player there. Um, But I, I, I truly think that they knew.
1: Yeah. Well, you go on the journey and then you get the bank of vote advantage. But while you're gone, really, like all hell breaks loose uh, back at your tribe. Uh, I I don't know if we really got to see in the show like you getting the download on what had happened while you were gone.
0: Yeah. So when I came back, um, I told them that I lost my vote. Yeah. And, then I went to the side and I told Brandon and Maddie that I actually got the bank of vote. So since I told them that information, they shared with me the information about the idol um, and about them searching for the idol and finding it. And then there also I learned a little bit about that disconnect between Brandon and Maddie because Maddie was a little bit upset that Brandon didn't um, keep that between them two. So then that's when she kind of started downplaying Brandon and his game. You know, and tried to um, put a wedge there between me and him because she could see that we were connecting more. Yeah. And Well, let me let me take it to this. When we were when we first got on the beach, um, the three girls, so myself, Jamie and Maddie were together. We we're making palm fronds or trying to, you know, and we kind of formed our own alliance there. And we was like, OK, it's going to be us three girls and we're going to all get a guy. To be with or a guy to work with, not be with, work with. And so Maddie got Kane, I uh, linked with Brandon, and Jamie linked with Matthew. And so that was just kind of our way of just gathering information and bringing it back to us three. So um, so whenever Maddie, whenever Brandon didn't work, want to work with Maddie, I felt, I feel, this is just my perception, I feel that she kind of felt some type of way and kind of wanted to put a wedge in between Brandon and I there. Um, so let's see where we're going next with this Rob.
1: (laughs) Well, that it was one of the craziest first tribal councils that we've seen in a season of survivor. And you also have the, the bank of vote advantage that why did you decide to with so much going on? Why did you decide to do that bank of vote advantage at that first tribal council?
0: Yeah. So, so I guess that goes back to our relationships. So, whenever um, it was time for us to, to decide, the vote was actually Jamie. And everybody was going for Jamie, just because she was the caller at that um, that slide puzzle. And she we felt like, like nobody was really listening, so she would be an easier vote to just put out there and just say, okay, we're gonna vote Jamie. Um, but then I think it's transferred and went to me. I don't know who, called, who put my name out there. I think it was Matthew. And I didn't really have a good relationship with Matthew at all throughout the whole, the okay, whole game. Good.
1: But, want to hear um, more about that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think um, they were throwing my name out because um, during that challenge, you see what happened with Claire and Matthew. And Claire kind of gave that information to Matthew and was like, hey, well, she didn't come back with the locket. What's going on with that? So they threw my name out. And then... Maddie um, being so strong with, or being so gung-ho for the Girls Alliance kind of deterred them from voting me and then deterred them from voting Jamie to kind of protect us. And then also with Brandon, I feel like he protected me as well. Um, So we had, I had like my shield Brandon and then we had Maddie over here, like everybody's trying to protect me, you know? So I was like, okay, well, they're going to protect me if they're going to be you know I guess silly enough to do that then I'm just going to play it you know and because I I just went in feeling confident that it wasn't going to be me you yeah. know just my, my relationship with Brandon my relationship with uh, Maddie and Jamie had already made it clear that she was going to play that shot in the dark because the votes were on her so, so you
1: felt confident that it wasn't going to be you but did you have a good sense of how that first tribal council was going to go
0: Uh, Not like that I didn't think I I thought it was going to be Brandon Um, I thought he was going to be the one to go Because before we left um, That was the vote You know, the vote was Brandon And Kane was on Brandon Maddie was on Brandon Remember, Maddie and Kane Was working very closely together And then Matthew was worried I feel like he was worried Because his arm And you know what happened with his arm So Matthew turned around in tribal I don't think they showed it But he turned around in tribal And asked me, like, what's the vote? And I said, the vote is to vote Brandon. And I don't know if he thought I was lying because I worked closely with Brandon, but that at that point, I'm like, this is the first tribal, like, Brandon can go. <laughs> so it's just whatever, you know? So um, the vote was Brandon and we see it did go that way, but- um, Brandon didn't trust Maddie, so he knocked her out.
1: <laughs> yeah. OK, so after that, I feel like that there must have been like a lot of drama with this group about uh, what a crazy yeah. tribal council. And I think like we didn't get that in the show.
0: Yeah, there was coming back. It was just like um, a lot of uneasiness, you know, especially after tribal. Um, Cain came forward and he was just like, I'm so sorry for voting for you, Brandon, because they I guess being two big guys, you know, like they both kind of related to one another. And then Matthew was just like, I'm so sorry I had to do it. So it was just kind of chaotic. Nobody really knew who to trust. And I just had an eerie feeling. It wasn't anything like big, but I just had a really eerie feeling about Matthew. And I was like, I don't know about this guy. Like, I'm I'm not a fan. OK, so it was chaotic. Nobody really knew who to trust. And then I had my bank of vote and um, they didn't really know how to know whether or not to trust me. So uh, we had, we had a lot to do with building our relationships. We did a lot of yoga (laughs) on the beach uh, to try to form a stronger bond, but we knew that we could have the numbers if we kept um, winning and kept moving forward. So I think that's, that's what kind of held us together. Just those, just knowing that we couldn't go back to tribal, you know, and if we did, then it was, we would have to go through that again and, and try to pick and choose who to vote out and who not to.
1: Did you have a consensus of who you think would have been voted out if that Ratu group uh, before Carson got there, who, who would have been voted out?
0: I would have been gung-ho for Matthew. I was going for Matthew 1,000% every single time. (laughs) Like I just, I just, I just didn't trust him. He was like, he was like the dad of the group, you know, he was providing for us and he was, um, getting fish, he was helping make fire but then he would have relationships with every single person except me and so I was like he's he seems like he's strategizing with everybody else but he doesn't want to talk to me and I, I think because he didn't trust me um, from the journey to where I kind of um, I wasn't trustworthy so he didn't want to have anything to do with me so I was like I'm going to use this to my advantage it's going to be Matthew regardless so I would just go around and tell everybody anything I could about Matthew to make yes. sure it was him.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, so that that's that's really interesting. So, uh, would you, you like? Were you making things up, or you were just like talking to everybody about like, oh, do you see what Matthew's doing? Well, now? I would
0: make up scenarios. I would, I would, <laughs> I would make up whatever I could. I'd be like, okay, so because especially like after when we went to the when we went to the um, the next challenges, like you see, he took the sling off. And he would just be doing, you know, doing his thing. And he like won challenges for us. And I was like, is he really hurt? Like, Mm -hmm. is he just doing this for us to like, to to have sympathy for him? You know, so I I would just like make stuff up Um, or even like be like, you know, when he gets to the to the merge, he's going to really get us or he you see how great he is in challenges. Just wait till we get to the merge. He's going to be a a force to be reckoned with, you know, so I I would just try to think of anything and just deter people from him.
1: And we saw it in the show, like I know you said you didn't have a lot of conversation with him, though. Though I feel like that, that we did see like one of the few moments we saw at Ratu was like he was talking to you about. Do you see what Kane is doing? Do you see Kane came back with? Uh, oh, he came back with uh, a crab. Well, like uh, I thought he was oh, yeah. looking for firewood. There's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no firewood in the tree.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Kane, Kane was actually always out there. He was kind of like a Danny. Like, Danny was always searching, 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 but Kane was the one on Raw 2 who was always searching, but not coming back with nothing, <laughs> you know? Mm. So um, he he would try to, I guess, put us against Kane, but then I also knew, like, him and Kane had a... From my perspective, they had probably the best relationship, Matthew and Kane, together, um, and I knew they were working together, so that kind of just made me really eerie of, of Matthew again, you know, like, because I felt that they did have a good relationship, and so why would you be telling me all these things about Kane, if you're working with Kane, you yeah. know? So it just made me kind of, kind of skeptical about him.
1: Where did Brandon figure into all of this? Because it seems like that, you know, from the first vote when you're like, he can go. And yeah. by the time you get to the merge, it seems like you have a good relationship with Brandon.
0: Right. Right. So at the very beginning, uh, Brandon was my shield. I was like, I'm going to be working with him. I connect with him. So he's going to shield me. And he did, even at that first vote, like, He deterred it to not be on me. It could have been me. Right. Um, I was the sneakiest I had manipulated. But then, (laughs) but I did share that information with him um, to kind of build that trust. So we did work together all the way up until uh, throughout the whole game. Like that was probably my number one and him and Jamie um, throughout the game. So. He just worked as a shield the whole time. So Mm -hmm. if anybody would bring up my name, even post-merge, he was very close with Danny and Danny would always throw out my name. That's another one. He would always (laughs) throw out my name. But I feel like Brandon, every single time, Brandon would come back to me and be like, hey, Danny's throwing out your name. What are we going to do? You know, so he was he was giving me information from that side as well. So he worked as my shield, my information, like I would get everything from him.
1: And we know how close you got with Jamie by the end of the game. Were you that close with Jamie before she got swapped uh, to Soka?
0: Yeah. So um, when Maddie left, I kind of went to Jamie and was trying to work with her. because We're the two girls, right? So we had to stick together. So I got really close with Jamie. She would be out there cackling with the bats all the time. (laughs) Um, What do you
1: mean cackling with the bats?
0: Man. Okay. So. There was bats out there. Right. And so at nighttime, you would hear the bats like making their little noises. So Jamie would do this laugh. She has this loud cackle and she was like, ah! and once she did it, the bats would cackle back at her and then she would do it again. Wow. And then they would cackle back. It's like they, their own communication. Yeah. So she she sonar. To to the yeah. Bats, right? Right. She was like the Wicked Witch of Fiji out there. (laughs) (laughs) So it was funny. It was funny. And she she brought like she built the morale. And I I I was drawn to that.
1: Did she tell you at that point in time that she had thought she found the idol?
0: No. Jamie didn't tell me anything. So I didn't know about that until after Carson. Carson came and told me. So I had no clue. Jamie kept that one a secret.
1: All right. Well, let's talk about Carson, who comes because that you yeah. and, and I don't know if they showed this as much as it was the case in real life that you, Carson uh, was a, a very close ally of yours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I felt very connected with Carson and. Um, We talked a lot about like personal matters, um, religion, different things like that. And I was like, man, like this guy is somebody who I really want to work with. I can trust him. And as we see throughout the game, you know, he was kind of doing that with everybody. But (laughs) but I trusted him the most, um, especially when Jamie left. So I I knew the numbers that I had. I knew um, I had. Brandon and I knew I possibly could have had Kane so if we would have went to tribal I knew I had to reel in Carson to be another number for me so um it was it was great to get to know him and then great to pull him in as a number and I knew that he also had bonds with Tika um which which kind of he 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 downplayed a lot he'd be like it's so chaotic over there I'm so happy to be here so chill and so I was just like, okay, well, he doesn't have anybody, you know, so he can be with us. So it was important for me to pull him in just for a for number's sake.
1: Or can you tell us a little bit about Matthew and leaving the game and how much of it? Because we don't really even get to see the reaction of like yeah. it, from what we see on the show. It's yeah. basically like, hey, all right, Matthew, we're going to take a look at you uh, after this challenge. And right. then we never see the Ratu reaction to, oh, my God, like what? Like right. what? How, how did you find out that he right. wasn't coming back to the game?
0: Right. That was crazy. And it happened just like that. Like we were leaving the the challenge and Matthew was like, put my hair in a ponytail. I got to go over here. And I was like, okay. So I put his hair in a ponytail and he went and we never saw him again, you know? So we were on the beach and we knew something was going on with his arm, Um, but we didn't know what um, extent that it was. And he had been getting several checkups, but um, so we kind of figured that it would be something like that, but we didn't figure that he would be exiting the game. So, you know, how, like with Bruce, jeff came to the island and told them with us it wasn't like that okay we were like the stepchilds. they Mm -hmm. just sent a boat (laughs) and with a note on it that said matthew is leaving the game yeah and we're like what because he told
1: tika he told Jam jam jamming carolyn uh yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, but he didn't come tell us so i I felt kind of betrayed by jeff there (laughs) a little bit right but um but we got a note and for me As a human, you know, you want to be sad for the person and you're like, oh, my God, you know, like this is a game that 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 he wanted to play his whole life. You can see that he was such a great player. But I also did not have a relationship (laughs) with Matthew and I I knew he was going to be a threat. So I was like, yes, thank you. Bye. (laughs) Like another number gone. So I was (laughs) It's, I was about to say that I, was,
1: so I thought you were gonna tell to say the opposite, like oh I thought like as a human, like uh like I know I really was sad that he left.
0: You I mean, I mean you're playing the game, right? Yeah,
1: I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah
0: and like he wasn't a number for me. So mm-hmm. I'm just like uh whatever, you know, like he's gone. So I I was sad for him, but I was happy that that he was a threat and that he was gone.
1: So how would things have changed if he ultimately was, uh that if he stays in the game? OK, Josh is probably going to get voted out at Tika's Tribal Council. And now you go into the merge with Josh. Does he become the merge boot like Josh was where he was sort of the person who wasn't really fitting in with Soka? Do you think yeah. or, or we got to have rallied together? We need his number.
0: You know, at that point, I think we were so raw too strong that we probably would have stuck together. Um, especially going into the merge, but at some point I think I would have been pushing the Matthew narrative. Um, yeah. just because I knew how, or I just felt how dangerous of a player he could be. But then he also like when he told the information. So when we got to the merge, I um I found out some things that he told to Claire, you know. So I was like, oh, Matthew was Matthew was kind of giving information away, trying to form those bonds, you know, and then even with um Carson him telling Carson about Jamie and all of these other things. I'm like, okay, Matthew was really forming these strategic bonds with everyone else. And he wasn't forming them with me. So I, I felt threatened by him. So I would have definitely pushed that narrative um, to get him out because I knew he probably would have been stronger with other people on his side. He was really good at um, forming relationships with people, Outside of me, <laughs> but former relationships with people. And I think he would have been able to man- manipulate. He was I would say that Matthew could have been the villain of the season, a, a great villain, you know, yeah. but just he could have been the villain of the season. If he had a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and he was a great player, you know, so mm-hmm. definitely. Um, I I don't think he would have left at yeah. that vote
1: okay and brandon we saw him in the episode go to have the lunch with danny and then they're uh, not including carolyn as much did he come back and tell you any i think there's even a secret scene of what danny says when he comes back but what was the like what did uh brandon tell you all about when he went on the journey
0: yeah he just he kept uh, raving about danny Like how much he loved Danny, how much Danny would be an asset to us, how much he would work like we could work with Danny. You know, so it was all about Danny, less of less of Carolyn, of course, but um, just raving about how great how great of a a human Danny was, you know, and how he wanted to work with him, how him, um, myself and Danny should work together um, post-merge. And so it was really just on a high of Danny. Big fan of him.
1: So when you all get to the the big group and Danny and Brandon have sort of set something up together of, OK, we should sort of like uh, work together. Where were were you in all of this? And like, what what did you want to see happen when you uh, first got to the beach with everybody for
0: Mergatory? Yeah. So it was chaotic when we got there, you know, like there was cameras everywhere, like just Everybody's trying to talk to everybody, everybody's trying to form relationships. And the first person I saw was Jamie. And so I run up to Jamie and I'm trying to get as much information as I can from her. Um and Jamie and I kind of had like a showmance, you know, it wasn't like a Matt and Frank. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. but we, we would always go to one another and share information. Um, the next person that I talked to a lot actually was Carolyn. Um, and it didn't get shown, but we kind of bonded on just like being moms and and she she loves to have that emotional connection, you know. Yeah. So uh, we bonded with being moms, talking about our kids and things like that. So I thought, you know, like I could work with her as well. Um, so I was just trying to figure out people who I could work with. Jam talked to me about my hair and stuff. Didn't realize he was a, a owned a hair salon, you know. So just trying to bond with people that that I felt I had something in common with um, to get as many numbers on my side as I can. And I also knew that Tika had less of numbers than anyone else. So I was really trying to talk to them, like Jam and Carolyn, to try to reel them in and be with us.
1: It seems like that when you all first get to the merge, it seems like that, uh, you know, there's a couple of times where it seems like that you and Heidi are talking around that point in the game. Uh, Was that the start of uh, like a potential relationship because Danny and Brandon were working together?
0: Yeah, yeah, so, the, my re- relationship with Heidi actually started at the, I don't remember what challenge it was. Matthew was still there and they had the colored blocks yes. that they had to like manipulate. So Heidi and I was on the bench with Claire and Heidi looks to me and she was like, hey, if we win, um, who do you want to go on a journey? And I was like, send Jamie. Jamie is is aligned with me, you know, so send Jamie. And so then that happened. She sent Jamie at that next, um, whenever they won and Jamie went and they all Swap tribes, um, so that was the start of that. And then I started talking to her a little bit out there, trying to get to know her. Um, and I, I wanted to work with her. Brandon was working with Danny, and and I knew Heidi and uh, Brandon were together. So I was like, okay, Heidi may be someone that I can work with. The downfall of that was um, whenever they flipped. On I guess this is going forward to like they flipped and voted Brandon out. So that yeah. was a downfall, you know, even even at that next vote, like when Heidi got the advantage and she put my vote on Jam, you know, from yeah. me, my perspective, I guess hindsight looking back at it, I see that that was her or I feel like that was her, like not trying to ruffle feathers with me as well and trying to work with me. Um, so, I mean, there was opportunities where she really did try to work with me. But then after that, on that Brandon vote, I was like, uh, can't trust Heidi because she yeah. lied.
1: Yeah, let, let's talk about that. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to say about the Josh vote.
0: Um,
1: because I feel like there's a lot to unpack from yeah. uh, the split trauma yeah. council.
0: Yeah, just with the Josh vote. Like, I, I mean, this is random, but just like I tried to form a, a relationship with Josh when he came out there. I was talking to him a like, lot. I even told him that they were going to vote him. I was like, hey, they're voting you. Like, do you have an idol? And he even told me he was like, yes, I have an idol. I was like, "Okay, oh, we'll play your idol tonight. And that made it, that blew everything up. Cause then he went to mad, and he went to all these people trying to figure out what was happening. And we still voted him anyway, but, um, that's, that's really the only other thing.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this is a, a really big episode with everything that's going on with you and Ratu where ultimately, you know, it's you and Brandon and Jamie and you get sent off with, with jam jam and, and the other man. And yeah. so, you know, basically, you, the three of you are going to have an opportunity to basically decide uh, which of these two people you want to send home. And we see Jam Jam have like a, a you know, a, a really open conversation, a heart right. to heart with you about uh, right. that. Danny is throwing your name out there. So right. I, I'd love to hear about from your perspective uh, what's going on during uh, that day.
0: Right. So um when we lost, we knew we had numbers, right? We knew it was me, Jamie, Brandon, whatever we wanted. And I have my extra vote. So I was like, whatever we want, we can do at this point. So I knew I had a relationship with Matt Matt from The Journey. So I met him on The Journey. We talked a lot there. And I was like, I love Matt, you know, like, love him. Um, let me get everybody else's perspective. His jam, I really didn't know at that point. Um, but I I, I kind of leaned toward more Matt at that time. Um, But then from the information that I got from Jamie and as you saw in the episode, um, Jamie tried to connect with Matt and she was like, hey, you should work with me. And Matt was kind of dismissive of it. Um, So Jamie was just like, you know, I don't think Matt wants to work with us. Um, I tried to work with him on Soka and he didn't he didn't want to. So this is why we should not vote for him. And he's very close with Franny. And I wasn't a fan of showmances everybody says that they saw that Matt and Franny were like a thing. But for me, I, it wasn't like, they weren't like out in the open, like being all lovey-dovey all the time, you know, at the merge. So I could kind of, I could kind of see that they were a thing. But then the thing that really set me off was when we got to merge, Franny tried to get really close with Brandon and then Matt would go get close with Brandon, but nobody would ever come talk to me. So I'm like, well, they're trying to form an alliance with Franny. I mean, with Brandon, that's my that's my alliance. You know, like they can't be close with him. So that was another thing where I was like, uh, they're trying to break us apart again. So you gotta go. Um, and I mean, there were some moments where they where where we did have conversations, but it was never strategic. Um, it was more so just like. Hey, Lauren, how are you? How are your kids? Things like that. But I didn't really feel like a close bond with them. So I was I was swayed by Jamie telling us about what happened at Soka and then Franny and Matt trying to uh, form a bond with Brandon there. And I even think that Franny might have thought that Brandon would have been swayed and gone with Matthew at some point at that yeah. vote. You know, um, yeah, she
1: mentioned that that ma- that Matthew and Brandon uh, seemed like that they had just struck up a friendship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't having that. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we, yeah. So we had to go with Matthew at that vote.
1: And what about what Jam Jam was telling you that day? How did that change things for you?
0: Yeah. So Jam Jam's such a social, social beast there, you know? So he, at that point I saw the twinkle in his eye. Yes. <laughs> like I, I saw the feeling and he, like he, I don't, I mean, I think it was genuine. He's pretty genuine and everything, but like you could see him kind of tearing up, you know, really wanting to talk about it and really like feeling some type of way. And he was on the lower end and I knew he didn't have numbers. So if we saved him, that could have been a bigger number or a number for us because of that save there. And with Matthew, I wasn't so sure, you know? So I was like, the better bet would be to go with Jam and maybe in the end, we um, we can have something a little stronger.
1: Okay. So you go to the tribal council. Okay. We're going to vote out Matthew and yeah. well, we see that that Heidi is going to stand up and she yeah. said, I get to control a vote tonight. And you you know, uh, say like, my Hey, well, wife, hold on. Everybody knows I've got uh, two votes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is
1: one vote or two votes.
0: Yeah. And, and my heart sank just because I didn't want to use it at that yeah. moment, but I knew if I would have had, if, if she would have put like my vote on Brandon or a rat on a rat then I probably would have had to, to make it like an equal vote. Um, and then maybe we would even have to go to rocks at some point, you know, so my heart sank. Um, and I just wanted to get clarification for that. Yeah. And I mean, she, she did show like, she put my vote on jam, um, and, which was easy. It saved my extra vote. And then also it didn't form break any bonds between us either.
1: But we had so many questions that week about what what could she do with that control of vote? Like, would she control your vote again on a tie? Did they give you any other additional information or basically we saw what the explanation was?
0: Yeah, you saw you saw what the explanation was. They didn't give us anything else. Um, She literally just stood up and said what she had to say. And then I kind of like rolled my eyes and and I went up there. Mm -hmm. But no, they didn't tell us anything else about it. Yeah. I wonder if she could have like, like cause she could have uh no, cause she has a plate at that vote, right?
1: Yeah, I think she can only use it for that tribal council. I think the thing that uh is very confusing is that could you then have ha- if she's gonna control your, you know, or she's gonna control uh Brandon's vote, could you yeah. then Yeah, right, I'm giving the extra vote to Jamie uh tonight? I'm pretty to, sure I could. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty
1: so, sure
0: I could have at that moment, yeah
1: gets very Most complicated favorite. okay um,
0: Maybe
1: someone in the future can try it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a very unique situation. Um, all right. So then, oh, okay. So so Matt goes home, and then you are all like uh, back together. Now, it, at this point, is this sort of like the line is drawn in the sand of that? Okay, the Soka versus Ratu is happening now. At this point, like, did you feel like very much like there's uh, been a, an official like uh, declaration of war at that point?
0: Yeah, I don't know about a declaration of war, but we did feel like we had power and and they didn't show. But we had moments where like as soon as we came back from tribal, we were like laughing because we mm-hmm. thought like <laughs> we thought we were just like right too strong. Nobody could beat us. You know, yeah. So we we were feeling pretty confident um, at that moment. We felt like we were running things and and I think we could have. Um, but then that next vote took us out. And yeah. I have a lot to say about that one.
1: <laughs> good let's talk about that it's such a big point in the game because I really do feel like that Ratu, you know you have you have numbers and like your your group is like pretty tight here uh, with you know you and Brandon and Jamie and-, and Kane and Kane even says like hey if we don't end up like in the final three like something really went wrong yeah. but thing- things are going to go wrong
0: <laughs> things went wrong there so there's a lot of talk about um, the idol right and Danny playing that idol there So um, I don't know exact. I I heard in some of the interviews like what the conversations were. But Jam Jam actually came to me, Jamie and Brandon and told us that Danny was going to try to take Brandon out with that idol. So we knew Jam Jam shared that information with us. um, And I think that was because of, you know, we saved him at the vote before. So he told us that that they were going to vote for Brandon. So we were like, okay, we need to split the vote. Let's split the vote. What are we going to do? And Brandon was just like, no, I don't think so. Like, that's like the decoy, you know, like, because he felt he was so close. This is just my perception. I'm not, I don't want to speak for Brandon, but I think that he thought he was just so close with Danny from, because remember, he came back raving about Danny, saying how great Danny was. He thought that Danny was just doing that as a decoy to like, trick everyone else you know and that it was really going to be franny but um so we didn't we didn't split the boat we trusted brandon and we were just like whatever so he actually went to um his interview or his confessional and he left and then right when he left for his confessional was locked down so we couldn't talk and so even with him coming back, like there was no conversation there. We couldn't we couldn't talk about anything. We couldn't like finalize a plan. It was like we talked about that. He was like, no, I don't think so. Then he left. And that was it. You know, so it's so funny because when we get into the um, we get to the tribal council and then Danny gets up and he plays that idol. So he thought Brandon thought we were I don't know. It's still in Brandon's mind. He thought we were splitting the vote. So as soon as he gets up and walks, Brandon looks over at me and he's like, he doesn't know what he just did. And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, we didn't split the vote. So he thought that we at that moment, he thought we split the vote. And I was like, nah, man, we didn't we didn't do nothing. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So then you can see in that next episode, I say, man, we should have split the votes. Yeah. You, know?
1: you do say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was the plan. it was just that. Brandon was confident about it. And then he left for his confessional and we just didn't have any, we didn't have any other conversations. And, and at that point too, I'm just like, not me. So I'm trying to make it to the next day.
2: (laughs)
1: But if you, if you all split the vote, like, I think that changes everything.
0: Yeah. And I had an extra vote too. So even if, even if I needed to use it like to balance things out, I could have. And if, Danny would have went home and we would have been dominating, Mm -hmm. you know, like with our numbers, we would have just been on top.
1: And not to mention also, you know, Carson, of course, yeah, he's loyal to the Tika three, but if it's going your way, like he's probably like at some point he's like, all right, well, I'm I'm with Ratu.
0: Right. And you know, what's so crazy. I really thought Carson was with us, you know, (laughs) like I was like, he's not really with them. They're so dysfunctional. Like Carson's with us regardless. And I truly believe that. You know, and so he was so brilliant at the way he played that, you know, to be yeah to to continue to share information with me as much as he needed to. And even on that vote, you see how he voted, um, he voted Franny yeah. on that vote, him and Jam. So that kind of made it seem like, you know, we because in in our we would always say like they Show your trust with the, with your votes, right? Yeah. So they showed us with their votes there, and they, they tricked us.
1: Oh, you know, we got so excited to talk about this Brandon vote. We didn't even talk about you winning the individual immunity and beating Danny.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was so crazy, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I Okay, so I was on a low. Carson was sick, and I was really cool with Carson. And I, I didn't even realize even there how close Carson and Carolyn was. Because it was like me and Carolyn, like, like trying to be with Carson, be his partner, because we had to do like a schoolyard pick. Um, I don't know. They, did they show it? They didn't. They didn't show us picking um, our our partners, but we had um, to like do.
1: Yeah, you had to pick your partner. Right. But they, that um, they they I don't think they show us uh, like how how you got there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we had to pick um, a partner. And so I wanted to be with Carson cause I was like, I'm low right now. I'm not doing well. Like I know nobody's going to pick me. Let me automatically get Carson. So I don't have to be embarrassed about someone not wanting to be my partner. Cause I yeah. had been struggling in challenges. Um, I was, I jumped off the, the balcony or whatever and didn't do well. <laughs> I was kind of struggling with all sorts of things. So I didn't have a good record, you know, in my challenges at that point. So I was just like, okay, I want to be with Carson, but Carolyn, took that from me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be with Danny. Danny, do you want to be my partner? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So we get there and Danny's really doing everything. Kudos to Danny, because even going through that little net and just whipping yeah. around, he was like, Lauren, you got to hold on to the net and move and maneuver. So even though we had our differences, he still wanted to win. And I noticed that he was still in the game there, you know, like he wanted us to, to do well. So when we get to the next thing, he's digging up everything. He's like, Lauren, you go stand over there and just wait to put that thing in, wait to put the pole inside the hole. And I'm like, OK, I don't have to do nothing. OK. <laughs> so he's like digging it up, digging it up. He gets it and we go. So we work really well together. Um, and at the end, I just I I have a lot of a lot of leg strength and endurance. I'm really good with that. So I was just like, I know I'm going to kill it here. And mm-hmm. I mean, we got to the point. He tried to throw me off with the fart, but yeah. he couldn't.
2: it. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> can I just add that I never got to ask anybody this, but like, was was that the real fart that we saw and heard? And yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so okay, so the the fart was loud. Okay, and it had to be it had to be loud enough for everybody on the jury bench to hear because our faces just dropped like. It was loud. I don't know if it was as loud as what was on the show, but it was loud enough for everybody to hear. And he, like, pushed it out.
2: Pushed (laughs) it, yes.
0: Yeah, so it was was pretty loud.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because I had (laughs) wondered if there was, like, some Hollywood magic at work.
0: Yeah, well, maybe a little. Maybe a little for special effect, but I think that it was... He, he did a great job. At did
1: that. that push you to be even more determined to win? And I was like, this guy, can you believe what he just did?
0: Yeah, he was trying to throw me off. And he almost did because I just, it was so unexpected. And I was just like, dude, like, are you serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it threw me off a little, but I just, I tried to stay focused.
1: <laughs> okay. You stayed focused. You want, you want immunity. And uh, yeah. so that, that was the high point of that day.
0: Right.
2: yes
1: both were the high points i guess that was danny's high point yeah yeah okay all right so then after brandon goes home okay so then and because jam jam and carson they they had voted with with you all you felt like okay well like this is bad but i still have my extra vote where we're we're still we're gonna we're gonna move forward from this so can you just talk about uh what your experience was following uh brandon going home
0: um, I was very, very disappointed. just I mean I was disappointed that I lost an alliance member, but I knew that I had to like continue to build those bonds that I did have on the island. Um, so Jam, Jam and Carson, they showed us that they were trustworthy you know within that vote. So we figured that we could trust them there. you know So going into the next vote, I was like, okay, I have Jamie, I have Jam, I have Carson. Um, and then potentially potentially Danny and maybe Heidi. You know, so I knew I kind of had those numbers there. So I just tried to continue to build those relationships with them so that the next vote, we could possibly, you know, work together there. Um, But we see at the cane vote, that's when it got kind of chaotic. And that was a true blindside for me, the cane vote. The first one that I was just like, what the heck is going on? You know,
1: can you talk about what what were you expecting to have happen uh, at that vote?
0: Yeah. So that was that was pretty crazy. Like the the plan for us was to get Danny out um, with Kane, Jamie and myself. And then even with Carson and um, Jam and Carolyn was on board. Carolyn didn't really have a good relationship with Danny. So like it seemed like everybody was on board for that. Um, but behind the scenes, they were, you know, talking about getting Kane out. And Kane was very sporadic that day. He was, like, going to everyone, trying to trying to um, talk strategy and game. And that was really kind of the first time I saw him, like, really taking initiative. Um, so I think that may have could have – that, that could have put him more at, as a target just because he was, like, stepping up and, like, trying to make moves. Even at a Tribal, they didn't show it, but he was up walking around and whispering in everyone's ear at Tribal. Um, but normally what we say is like, if if we say a, a plan, that's what we're going to stick with. So we said Danny, we were going to put Heidi as that um, as that pawn kind of on the side, just in case Danny may have had an idol. Because he was running around everywhere. You know, he was looking everywhere for things. We didn't know what was out there. And then as you can see, I mean, it was just so chaotic because I was like, I don't know what's out there. So I'm going to give my extra vote to Jamie. And then Jamie gave her idol to um, Kane. And that was just not knowing, you know, me freaking out there. And then I made Jamie freak out. (laughs) And then we all were just freaking out. And Kane was freaking out, running all over the place. So it was just like things were out of our control at that point. And we really just we we lost it at that vote.
1: Was there any particular reason that you all felt like, okay, knowledge is power is probably going to be coming up right about now?
0: Maybe not necessarily knowledge is power, but just like something could be out there. Yeah. You know, and I think that was a scare just because there were so much the previous season and the one before we didn't know. And even with our season, I feel like they didn't have as much, you know, as they did in the previous. So um, it was just not knowing what was happening. And just to be protective of that, I gave it to Jamie just in case, you know, something would happen.
1: All right. so then Kane goes out and now, okay, this is now looking uh, not so good for you and Jamie, uh, but when Franny goes on the reward, uh, she takes you with her, uh, and that there is, you know, of course, you get to get your letters from home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was was a special moment for me, um, to get those letters and just to have that support because I was on... at such a low point, you know, from coming off the cane boat, losing Brandon. And I was like, man, like this was perfect to kind of boost me up and make me have that, you know, just inspiration to keep going forward. So that kind of uplifted me, you know, hearing that from my dad and then also receiving letters from my kids, just knowing that they were there for me and they were still supporting me. Um, so going into that, I'm very thankful for Franny for even uh, uh, thinking of bringing me. Um, But then also at that, at that um, reward, Franny and Carolyn became very close Yeah. and they were having some very intimate uh, re- conversations, very personal conversations that was, that made me kind of be like, mm, I don't know how I like this. And um, because you would see Carolyn really working with jam a lot and Carson a little bit, but then that's when that bond formed, which was scary to me. Yeah. Um,
1: Did you think that you were next after Kane went home?
0: Yeah. I thought that I could have been, I could have been next. Um, and I really didn't know, you know, I really didn't know what to expect there. Um, so it was just up in the air, you know, they were just knocking us out one by one. So, so at that point, I was just low and I didn't, I didn't know who to trust, what to do. Yeah. So I just didn't know, you know? Yeah.
1: So you and Jamie, uh, you know, begin to start to bounce back. Um, that, the votes are going to be headed towards Franny. Uh, and there's a point where, you know, and, and you and Danny had been like, at, you know, butting heads, but now yeah. you're kind of working together to get out Franny. But there's a moment when you are talking with Carolyn and Franny and they're telling yeah. you like, Danny, Danny's being weird. He told Heidi uh, yes. about that. And you were like, Oh, maybe we should vote for Heidi tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't trust Heidi from the votes before but she said she would come up and she'd be like i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on and clearly she knew what was going on with brandon and with the Kane vote but she just didn't share that with me or she would lie about it so i was in pro heidi at that point after the betrayals so um i don't know how i got back to carolyn but it got back to carolyn that franny was the vote and carolyn started freaking out and she was just like I can't do this. Like, they're trying to vote Franny. You know, what are we going to do? Because even at the reward, we talked about having a girls thing, again, me, Franny, um, and Carolyn, and potentially Heidi. But when Heidi would go off to her confessionals, we would just say it was us three. Um, So since she came with that information and kind of shook things up a little bit, I was like, why would she, you know, why would she come and tell that? So let's just put it on Heidi. You know, and so I kind of tried to flip it there to kind of break some bonds, too, with the Tika's. Um, Because Carson and Jam were with me and Jamie as well. So I was like, we need to kind of, since she's working with Franny, let's kind of put a wedge there, you know, to, to try to shake things up. Um, And it did, but then I guess they, they truly had a bond to where they still came back together.
1: All right. So we get Franny out of the game. You get down to the final seven and now this is going to be the vote where uh, Danny is going to finally go home and, you know, you and Jamie are in this position where, you know, you basically have two two different sides that you can go with. Yeah. And uh, I'd love to, you know, uh, get your sense of like where where things were from your perspective at that point.
0: Yeah. So at that point, we were working very closely with Jam and Carson. Um, and and I, in my mind, I thought what well, we was a, we were a four, you know. And so I'm like, OK, we're working together. Let's I'm, my loyalty is going to be with them, you know. So we get to the point where we're voting and they vote Danny and we Mm -hmm. vote Heidi, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we vote Heidi and with them going around with us, not me really being paranoid and not knowing, you know, what's out there. I was like, okay, Danny's always searching. He's played something before he can play something again. So to just ensure our uh, place in the game and that we made it to the next day, we were like, okay, we're going to vote Heidi. I don't trust her anyway. So let's put her up as a pawn. So that if any, either one of them plays something that at least one of them will go home.
1: You know, I know you were working uh, closely with with Jamie. Did you have a final three of who you would have wanted to sit at the end with? Was it Carson?
0: No, <laughs> I wouldn't want to sit at the end with Carson. No way. Yes. Uh, um, at that point, I wanted it to be Jam, um, Jam, Jamie and myself or Carolyn, Jamie, and myself. So yeah. that was that was ideally what I wanted. Um, just because of that close relationship with Jamie and Jam, um, or even Carolyn, um, and knowing my social game, I feel like with the jury that we had there already, that I could probably get a lot of those votes. Um, but most definitely not Carson. Everybody loved Carson. So no, I don't think anybody wanted to be sitting Next to him in the final three.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now I'm sure after um, not, so, not so much at the Danny vote, but then um, once uh, Jamie's going to go, then uh, it, it becomes clear, you know, Carson and Jam Jammer, they're, they're doing their own thing.
0: Right. Right. So that's where I lost it. Yeah. And they didn't show this, but there was moments where I was on the beach crying, like boo-hoo crying because I knew that was my final day especially when we went, was at the beginning, they would show me trying to like pitch Carson, pitching his name, like saying he's got to go, but then he wins, right? So that was the wrong name to probably pitch. But um, so that kind of, I guess, put a target on me from Carson because I was pitching his name so much during the day. Then Mm -hmm. he wins and we come back and Carson's like, I'm voting Lauren. You know, so it was just me against Carson. And I think at that point in my mind, I'm like, the only person I feel like that wouldn't get all those jury votes. I was just so confident in the jury and me. So the only person I felt that I could, I would have a battle against at that moment was Carson. Um, So I knew it had to be either him or myself. And we even had a conversation about that out there. Like it's going to be one of us. And lo and behold, it was me. I was searching for an idol though. Okay. So yeah. I went out and I searched for that idol for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and it, especially in this one tree that they had that looked very unique. It was in the middle. Um, and, and you would think like, sometimes you, oh, I don't know if I can say this, but sometimes like you will walk away and then the camera would pan and then look back at you and then it would pan back and look back at you. And I was like, it's gotta be in this tree, but that's not the tree that they showed. They showed it in like a little skimpy tree above our heads and, I'm like, we looked in that tree so many times, you know, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately I didn't find it. But I think that that would have only, that would have been the only way that I would have made it. Even if I would talk to Carson or try to form something with Carson, I don't think I could have swayed him at that point just because of how tight their bonds were.
1: If you find that idol, okay, and then you're safe at the final five, now you're in the final four. Well, what do you think happens?
0: Man, I think it depends on who wins the the challenge, you know? If I win the challenge, I'm gonna put myself in fire. Yeah. <laughs> Heidi was great for that. But Carolyn the Sapphire. I already knew that. Jam, we've seen him make make it. I didn't know how well Carson would do. Um, but he kept saying he was like a Cub Scout or something. <laughs> so yeah. So I, I didn't know if he could make fire or not very well. Um, and Heidi I saw her make fire. But I mean it depends on who would be there, right? Um, so if I would win, I probably wouldn't have put myself in fire. But I can make fire. I don't know if I can make it as fast as yeah. Anyone else. So that yeah. could have that could have broke me too there.
1: And maybe you couldn't have broken Heidi's record with the fire, but maybe you could have won some motion.
0: I could have. I th- I think I, I possibly could've. You
1: won two challenges already.
0: I know. I know. You were getting hot. To bring me back. I was tested out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean so All right. After this experience, then uh, are you open to a return to Fiji?
0: Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I think that um, I think that it will be a great redemption for me (laughs) to come back and to play. Um, I don't know how I will play at this moment. And I don't want to say just in case people are watching and they're out there with me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But um, I most definitely would. And I would I think I would be way more prepared than I was this time. You know, they say the second time you play, yeah. you kind of have an idea, but I would definitely go.
1: You talked a lot about, uh, in that final tribal council that you were at, uh, about how, you know, you felt like that you really did get a lot from the experience. Uh, yes. and you know, uh, it, it really, it really did, uh, teach you a, a lot about, you know, how you were going to be different when you got home. Did you find okay. that to be the case?
0: yeah I did you know what and it's so funny that you mentioned that because um, that's what I teach my kids all the time to like set goals and and I teach special education. so my kids are not always the best at what they do um, and they're when they compare themselves to other people, um, they're not always on top. so I tell them to um, set goals to like make little games right And so even with me going out there even though I didn't win the big prize, I still made little games right So I won a, a couple immunity challenges and even found found out a little bit more about myself Saw that I can push myself to the next level, you know? So even though it wasn't a big, big win, it was still like a part of the little baby steps to get to that big goal of who I want to become. So I yeah. think that, man, that was amazing for me to just go out there and to be an example for my students and my children as well.
1: Yeah, well, you talked about that in the show that you couldn't wait to have the kids see you uh, put the necklace on. How yeah. was that in real life uh, when they did get to see?
0: They, okay, so... It's so funny because I'm their teacher, right? And I have some people, some kids that were like so pro Miss Harp, regardless. But I had some kids that were like, Miss Harp, you're not gonna win. Oh, <laughs> like, rude! <laughs> yeah, 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 like hard against me the whole time, you know. So, so whenever I won, they were so surprised, you know. But I have kind of, I have a good relationship with them to where we kind of play like that, you know. But um, they were so surprised as as to how far I made it and I think they were very very proud too and they got they had shirts they had buffs like they were wearing their stuff every Wednesday like and even on Wednesdays when they would come through the car writer line we would have them standing outside with the survivor music clan they had palm trees they had signs like they were they were very proud to be um in my class and to be supporting me yeah and I'm very thankful
1: yeah, well, that's awesome uh, that you know, it sounded like it was a lot of fun to yeah. go through all of that. So, Laura, what's next for you besides, OK, this beautiful vacation?
0: I know. I know. You know what? Survivor being on Survivor is just go, go, go. Right. So you you're coming back and you're thinking that your life's going to slow down and everything's going back to normal. But during the season and watching everything, just so fast paced. Um, So now I'm just kind of coming down from that and just like trying to just get back to normal life, you know, trying to Good do... Good luck. <laughs> I know. Trying to do, like, support my kids as a single parent is hard. And, and and even for people that are married, you know, it's hard to have kids and support their goals and support them being, like, in sports and, and doing all these activities and mm-hmm. extracurricular and also mine at the same time. So I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do that simultaneously, um, and that's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> And, but um, so, right now, I'm just kind of coming down, trying to see what realistically I could do next, um, and then just focusing on my voice. So, I don't have any big, big plans right now. <laughs> yeah. But maybe in the future, we'll right.
1: see. Lauren, anything you want to uh, tell people to check out that you're up to?
0: Um, just follow me on Instagram, on threads at the Lauren.
1: Hot. Oh, yeah. Are you threads. liking the threads? Yes.
0: I, I'm kind of liking the threads. I, I started off really hard the first couple of days and then I kind of like. Same. <laughs> Big to <story>. same. Yeah. <laughs> I took some steps back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, follow me there and then they can they can see what I'm up to.
1: Okay. All right, Lauren, thank you for making the time to go through this on your vacation, no yes, less. I really appreciate beautiful. it beautiful Hawaii. Be- yes. Yeah. What it, uh, I'm very jealous. Uh, but Lauren, <laughs> thank you for making the time to talk to us and take care. Be sure to check out uh, every, all things Survivor. Rob is a website.com. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.
2: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.